Welcome to another edition of Big Blue Kickoff Live right here on Giants.com. I am John Schmelk. The man to my left is Jeff Fiegels, and the phone number for you is 201-939-4513. You sound a little tired. I am a little tired. <laughs> I am a little tired. I got what a little you been bit. doing? Well, we've been in Mobile for the Senior Bowl. Uh, now where you at? With, you know, <laughs> cold weather, rainy weather, you know, being on four different planes in a span of four days. I feel like I'm coming down with a cold, which is awesome and great. I'm very excited about that. Well, you got the weekend. Yeah, I do over the weekend, and I'm taking Monday off, so there you go. So I'll get a three-day weekend out of it, but it was a fun week. It was always good to go down there. Second time I've been down there, second straight year. And you learn a lot about these guys, seeing them up close. And, you know, I have a pretty good feel. I get to watch an NFL team practice, you know, yeah. in training camp for you know, the last 11, 12 years, and, and, and you learn a lot. And even just looking at the guys and getting a feel for what they are physically, you can see which guys are like, all right, he belongs, mm-hmm. he belongs. Yeah, but there's always sure the one that you look at and say he doesn't belong, but he's a stud. Yeah, exactly, right. You know what I mean? Because not everybody has the, the body type. But the, the, you know, If you were to draw up a, a football player, oh, this is what he's going to look like as a receiver. But, you know, it, it's, it's, I, 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 I tell you, it's probably um, – it's a good and because you've been there two years in a row now, you understand how that's a very important game. I mean, for from a starting sure perspective, because it's really the one that they can get. You know, tomorrow I I I to be honest with you, I will watch this game before I watch the Pro Bowl. You should. It's more important. I mean, this 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 to me is like you know when you look at these roster the, the schools and everything from here, but it's just more it's it's more enjoyable mm. to watch because the Pro Bowl to me is just. I know people are going to be upset, but I, I mean, and and Datino always watch it. He tweets about it. I haven't watched. I haven't watched the Pro well, Bowl. I watched the one that I attended because we were there for Giants.com, miking up. Uh, that was Odell's first Pro Bowl, so we went there for that. So I was on the sideline. I watched that game because I was literally in the building. Other than that, I probably haven't watched a Pro Bowl in more than ten years. There's no point. Yeah. Why would I? It's the last one I watched. I actually played in. Really. That's it. That was an 09. Now, do you remember? Oh, yeah. Do you remember that game in in completion? Don't go there. No. Really? I don't remember that game? I know we won. Could you get more money if you win? Is that because of Steve Atwater that you don't remember the game? No, no, no. That was the that was the first one. Okay. <laughs> that was in '96. That's going way back. Okay. So now tell people that for those of you who haven't heard the Steve Atwater story. Well, it's yeah, actually it's a good segue because nobody yeah. watches the game anymore because there is no there's nothing to it, right? I mean, the linemen they stand up, nobody tackles. It's basically two hand touch, and but going back to 1996, long time ago. Um, Steve Atwater, who was a safety for the Broncos, decided that he was going to rush the punt. And there's kind of like a handshake deal in the Pro Bowl. You don't rush any special teams plays. Well, he decided he wanted to. <laughs> and who was who was going to tell Steve Atwater that he couldn't do it? And I punted, and he just took me out, roughing the punter in the Pro Bowl. They actually threw a flag on the play, they too? They threw a flag <laughs> on the play. Did he got you high or low? He Everywhere. got me low. Okay, well, yeah, that's not good. You don't want to go low. And I have a picture in my scrapbook of me just sitting on my butt, looking with my hands like, what are you doing? And, and he apologized on the field, right? He did apologize. I don't know. Maybe he just got something into his head. Like, maybe that's we've done it so many times. Because he was a, by the way, he was a very good special teams player. Was Steve it right Atwater. after the play that he apologized to you? Or was it like after the game? No, right after the play. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like... He kind of had like a, a what do you, I don't know he had one of those moments like hello this isn't their regular season I mean I maybe got hit in the head too many times but yeah uh, but he said oh dude I he, dude I'm sorry man I'm sorry I'm like yeah no problem we got the flag right there you're not supposed to rush anyway so 
Okay, so you made two Pro Bowls? Yeah, uh, 96 and 08. Not a long time ago, 10 so years ago. I imagine 08 was a little bittersweet because you guys obviously didn't want to even be able to play in that Pro Bowl because you wanted to be in the Super Bowl. That's correct. That's correct. Because the year before, we were in the Super Bowl. How many Giants? You guys said, what, about almost like seven or eight, eight right, in, yeah. the, in the Pro Bowl that year? Well, from, from my memory, it was me and John Carney. You had O'Hara. That's right. Carney made it that year. I forgot I about think that. D, did Deal make it that year? I don't know if Deal did. Snee Deal? did, for sure. Snee. And then you had Eli. Right. It was five. And on the defense side, you had Strahan and Tuck. So seven. Might yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. I'm trying to think of who else could have made that team on the defensive side. I don't think there was uh, maybe a line... safety or corner. Oh, you know, Corey, uh, Corey well, Webster maybe. Mm, I don't know if the Antonio Pierce make. Ah, AP could have made it. That's a good one. Um, but I think that's about it. Yeah, but still, seven was you know that was a year after the Super Bowl, so we were still pretty good. Yeah, well, look, and I always tell people that that, that... 08 team. Like, you show up in, like, week 11 of 2007, that was not a very good football team. Mm. But by the time you got to the Super Bowl, that was the team that went 11-1 and in the yes. first 12 games of 2008, mm. and that was the team that won the 2007 Super Bowl, the team that played so That's well correct. in 08. And the thing, the, the thing about that, that team... And did always you always talk about that 08 team. That team could run the football. Oh, my goodness. Are they, they are almost 200 yards a game. Yeah, they led the league in rushing that year. I mean, they just pound it. And then when you get the lead in the fourth quarter and you can run the football, that's what happened. Um, and then and everything came crashing down. All right, let's get back to the senior okay. bowl very quickly. We kind of got off topic, but that's, that's okay. okay. Uh, it's good stuff. <laughs> absolutely. I, I love it. And it all started because we're going to watch this game instead of the Pro Bowl. Exactly. Yeah. I love Jeff Fiegel's story, so I, I, I could listen to him all day. <laughs> Thank you. Um, do you have any other funny Pro Bowl stories or no? Um, Off the field ones that you're not supposed to tell, but you tell them anyway. Oh, no. I mean, I, one of the uh, – just real quickly. At my, my wife's grandmother, um, God bless her. She's passed away years ago. She was a huge Reggie White fan. And she's very religious, you know. So Where was she – when I, when I was in the Pro Bowl in 96, Reggie was, was – um, at the Pro Bowl. Is your wife from the Philly area? No. Okay. But she just loves Love Reggie White. Because okay. remember, Reggie White's a preacher. Oh, that's that. right. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she got to meet Reggie White. And Reggie White hung out with my grandmother for literally an hour and a half by the pool. It was ridiculous. I was like, I mean, it's unbelievable. He never met the lady in his life, but they, they just, she, she was such a big fan of him. And he was just that kind of guy. He was, he was amazing, that man, Reggie White. That dude is. How many years do you play with him? Uh, all four years in Philly. So, okay. Yeah. I, I wasn't sure if he had yeah. left for Green Bay. But no, I he left after years. I had left. Okay. And then, but what a man. I mean, the great story about Reggie White is every year you have this conditioning test and like a strength test. You come in and you're going to, you know, you got to show the coaches that you've been working out. So physically you want to go run the, the shuttle and the, you know, the conditioning test, but you always have lifting tests. So. They come in and they say, okay, John, you're in the linebacker group. You know, you get the bench test. Yeah. Reggie would wait at the very end for all the linemen. And he would come in and he say to the strength coach, okay, what's the number? Oh, well, so-and-so did 29. Okay. <laughs> 30. Click. And just, would just throw it up. I mean, if the number was 36, he could do 37. Click it up. And then you just walk out. That that's the that's the weight room version of drop the mic. <laughs> Boom. See you later. <laughs> Unbelievable. So naturally strong, it was ridiculous. 
And if you look at back the days when when he was in Philly and some of those games, he would just to just annihilate those those guys. The right and left tackles just right off of the screen. Okay. All right, Senior Bowl. Hey, Senior Bowl. Uh, let Let's start with quarterbacks. I get. I guess. Because... Explain to me one thing about the Senior Bowl. Okay. And I'm, I'm well, sure yeah. that a lot of people probably have this question: that why Fire why away. was you know like last year? Um, who is not at this that, that is going to be coming out? Isn't there some people that is that? Well, I mean, there there were a ton of underclassmen that weren't invited because they're obviously underclassmen. So yeah. But wasn't wasn't it that one of the quarterbacks last year couldn't come to this because he was only a. He was a June. Well, yeah. Last year we didn't have Sam Darnold at the game. There was no Josh Rosen so why? at the game because they're not seniors. Only seniors or players that so, graduate. There you go. So in their is, junior year could be there. So that's what this is. This is you have to be a senior. yes. Like Daniel Jones was a junior, but he graduated already, so they were able to extend the uh, there the, you go the okay. invitation that's to him. Interesting. So you either have to have graduated, in which case they'll make an exception Hence for you, senior bowl. or you have to be a senior. Hence the <laughs> senior bowl. Okay. It's right. not it's not the senior citizen bowl. It's the senior and college bowl. Now, if it was senior citizen bowl, I'd still be playing yes, in that. That's true. <laughs> so with the Tino. So um, with the Yes. So. The one thing I'll say about the quarterbacks to start is that none of the guys, to me, made a statement. Like last year, you watched Baker Mayfield and Josh Allen, and a couple times at every practice, you're like, whoa, that's a really nice throw. Josh okay. Allen, that's a big-time gun cannon. Look at him throw it. Yeah, you know, Mayfield, three. that's great placement. Eh, these quarterbacks this year were just... Well, that's eh, kind of what they said. They're there. But, I mean, a couple of these guys, some people think Drew Locke or Daniel Jones could be first-round picks. Drew Locke on tape, and I watched two or three games of his before I went out there, has a big-time arm. What I saw this week did not impress me. Um, Daniel Jones, I mean, I don't know if he has the upside to be any more than a, a middling NFL quarterback, in, in my humble opinion. And, again, my opinion doesn't really matter. This is just based on what I saw on tape and what I saw this week. He's fine. Like, he's, he's an okay arm. He's okay accuracy. He can move pretty good. Like, yeah. he's just fine. You know what I mean? I'd like to see, you know, we start getting the, the 2.0s soon, right? The mock drafts coming. And so the 1.0s, very, very you, limited offensive players in that first round. And I guarantee you Monday and Tuesday we're going to get those out from a lot of people off the senior bowl. So they'll be coming, the 2.0s. Yes, 2.0s. <laughs> and it will be very interesting to see if any of those quarterbacks make it into that first round that were not in last time. Because if you look at the one O's of all the people, there isn't very many offensive players in there, period. Right. Um, you know, there, I think there was four linemen that I saw. I counted them the other day just doing it. But other than that, I mean, not a lot of offensive people. A couple receivers, but mostly defense. Yeah, and I was uh, – and again, I don't think any quarterbacks – and like, again, they have to put the game. So maybe one of these guys comes out as a monster game and that helps them, which happens. I mean, that happens all the time. Talk. In, in uh, what about Haskins? Would you did you pick up? Is he bigger than you thought he was? Well, he wasn't there. Haskins. Oh, is he, a junior. that's right. Excuse me. That's right. I, I'm so bad. No, yeah. that's the problem. Is the only guys that were there were Daniel Jones and Drew Locke. Those yep. are the guys that a and lot of people think can sneak that, into the back end of the first round. Yeah. Will Greer, people Will think, Greer. is a second round pick. Jared Stidham, who probably I hadn't watched coming in, and I was like, "Wow, this guy looks pretty solid." Like, I don't think there's much separation between Will Greer and Jared Stidham from watching him this week. I, I don't see it. So. Um, I, th I think Stidham might have helped himself a little bit. This and what week. about McSorley? He's too small. He is small, isn't he? He is like, he's small. Yeah, that's too bad. And he's not he's... Baker Mayfield, so I don't know if that's going to work. Now, you know, you, you kind of, it's just a shame because you really like the way that kid plays football. Um, but John Gruden doesn't think he'd have to have 
talk quarterbacks anymore. No, and look, a lot of people don't. Uh, I think Pat Shermer said last year here that he prefers a guy that's bigger to be 6'3", or, or more to see over the offensive line, which I, I think is fair. Yeah. But I don't think it means you can't play quarterback successfully at, at, at six foot or what a it does longer. mean is that you have to design your, your, your offense around a shorter guy. You do. And so. if the guy's mobile too, like Russell Wilson, they can move out of the pocket. It makes it a little bit easier, but still eventually your guy's going to have to complete throws from the pocket. If you want to win, it's just the way it goes. And when you look at people will say, okay, well, what about Drew Brees? Well, let me just say something. Drew Brees is kind of like he, he's, he's basically acquired that, that skill set over, over the years Correct. where He's played for so many years. The linemen, believe it or not, were all not six seven and three hundred thirty pounds fifteen years ago. So he has learned it in, in his arm position and how to throw and stuff like that. So. Yeah, and I think the, the the consensus is that Haskins is better than the guys that were at the Senior Bowl. I think he's still going to be the first quarterback gone. I don't think people have him on the same top tier they had the quarterbacks last year. I yeah. think he's kind of on that second tier below those guys, which still means first round pick. It just might mean, but you know, in what terms happens. of value, not top ten. But he's going to go top ten anyway. Yeah, exactly. Remember, he's and the thing about Haskins too is that he is a prototypical quarterback. No like question. he's six five. He's two thirty. He's got a big arm. He's a pocket passer. He's not mobile, despite what some people tell he's you. Accurate. Yeah, and he's an accurate thrower. So I, from to- I talked to some of my pro football focus guys out there. And I got their take on Haskins, um, and they gave me a couple little nuggets, some that I sh- can share, some that I can't. They said Haskins' big issue this year with Ohio State, he handled pressure very poorly. Which you would think that, yeah, I mean, if I go back, and, and I'm only comparing it to last year's quarterbacks, and if you had that same statistic from Pro Football Focus, how, right. which of those five quarterbacks handled pressure not very well and how they performed in this year's season Does yeah i don't sense? know i would have to look but that would be a yeah, good comparison sure. to say, okay look, and i don't know this for a fact but right. let's just say it was baker mayfield well he did pretty good yeah i don't think it was because they had him ranked as like one of their highest graded players ever but um yeah look and, and i think that was the one knock on haskins i saw that he's a handle pressure well and i think Kyle, kyler murray's measurements at the combine if he goes are going to be huge because we were looking at pictures last week i only think he's five nine or five ten based on what i've seen and we'll see what he measures at breeze and mayfield both measured at six foot or six foot half inch, which I think Mayfield measured at. That's a significant difference from five nine. It's a big There's difference. No so that's something that we're gonna have to keep an eye on moving forward. And I think Murray If he is measures right, if and he, I think Murray's right in the mix with the guys at the senior world, by the way. I think he's right with those guys, maybe even better. And I again I have to watch both him and Haskins. I'm gonna do it first thing next week, but that's my opinion. If he measures at five nine, the guy's got problems. Doug that that, that, that that's Doug Flutie. <laughs> No, yeah. that that's legitimately Doug Flutie. Yeah, that's not going to work. All right, uh, a couple other things. I did not was not as impressed with the offensive line group this year as I was in years past, um, or last year rather when I was there. Will Hernandez was there. Austin Corbett last year. Isaiah Wynn. Nobody seemed to be who's your one guy as dominant as those guys last year. The one guy that jumped out to me only because he 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 feels like a Dave Gettleman guy is Dalton Reisner out of Kansas State. He played right tackle most of the week. Uh, he had a great quote where he says, I want to bury guys in the ground every play. And I, I just flip a switch, but he's a really good <laughs> dude. And he just seems to have that I saw an interview with him and nastiness that you want to see yeah. out of an offensive lineman. I don't know if he has the feet to play right tackle in the NFL. He might have to move inside, which is fine. He actually yeah. played center his freshman year of college. Mm-hmm. So 
if you can go from right tackle to center, you can easily play guard. That, they, that they, somebody had asked him, whoever was interviewing him, had asked him, you know, what, what position he wants to play. And he said he feels more comfortable with that right tackle. Right. But he said he could play the, the, the four other positions. He did not mention left tackle. So yeah, I think left tackle is the one thing he's not going to play. I, th- I think the other four are things yeah. that'll be kind of in the mix for him. Other offensive linemen. I thought Titus Howard from Alabama State, a small school guy, 6'6", 3'11", could be a developmental tackle in the middle rounds. Andre Dillard from Washington State, athlete, but he just I saw him get beat too many times. He was kind of up and down inconsistent, but I think he's one of the guys that has a chance to play tackle if he cleans up some of his stuff. I'm not sure if he's a first-round pick, though. He might be second round. So do you think that that your takeaway from the senior bowl this year, the offensive lineman not as good as last year, is it because— it, could it be because of the talent at the edge and the defensive lineman this year? Yeah, I think that could be part of it. I, I, Garrett Bradbury. No, it's very line, deep. Correct. Garrett Bradbury is the other offensive lineman I want to mention. The center out of um, North Carolina State, I thought he did a pretty good job. And so did uh, Elgin Jenkins, who's a center out of Mississippi State. So I didn't see that many guards that really jumped out of me. Like, I was expecting a lot from the two Wisconsin guards, Michael Dieter and Ben Benchowell. And neither one of those guys really. You well, know, I'm just going to me. venture to say that they're actually really big because they're Wisconsin guys. Yeah, they're they're they're, they're large men. <laughs> um, because I remember watching that Wisconsin line two years ago when they played Miami in the Orange Bowl. Man, those guys were <laughs> corn fed. That's and the, for sure. And, and those guys did a lot better in the running game than they did in the pass game, which should not which be a is, surprise. Exactly. Because it's Wisconsin. Yeah, I, I think to your point, I think to me the strongest and the most talented group there were the defensive line groups. Uh, Montez Sweat was probably the most talented guy there. He's going to be a top 20 pick. He needs to get more variety, though. He's 6'6". He's got 35 and 5'8 inch arms. Jeez. And so he's his pass rush was basically arm in the chest, create <laughs> space, and go. Yeah. And he needs to kind of do more than that, but that's what he does. Uh, Zach Allen from Boston College, I think he's more of a 5 technique, uh, power, strong side type of lineman. He's not a 3-4 guy, maybe a 4-3 power uh, defensive end. Uh, Carl Granderson from Wyoming had a couple of moments. It's funny. A lot of these defensive linemen had a few plays where you're like, oh, wow, that was pretty good. But nobody put together uh, dominating performances. Dalen Mack, I thought, was okay throughout the week. He was somebody that was called up from East-West Shrine game, a power defensive tackle um, who can stop the run, I think, if you want him to. Um, a couple of the smaller school defensive linemen I was, I was excited to see. Jalen Ferguson, who led the NCAA in sacks the last two years. And mm. O'Shane Zimenez from Old Dominion, who was really dominant on tape. Zimenez came in around 10 or 12 pounds lighter than his listed weight. And the reason, he said, is that he stopped eating Taco Bell. Apparently, his, I'm not making this up. Apparently, in his senior year of college, he said he ate Taco Bell two or three times a day. And since it ended, he stopped eating Taco Bell. So he went from 245 or 255 to about 245. And as a defensive end to 245, you're a little light in the butt. So he had trouble moving guys a little bit. He said the gordita so, crunch was I'm his just, go-to. I'm just curious. Is it, Did he left campus and there's no Taco Bell where he's living now? <laughs> <laughs> that's probably what happened. Might that's, be. that's crazy. Well, you know, Taco Bell, you could eat three times a, a day there, and it only costs you like 15 bucks. I mean, seriously, yeah. you could go and eat. For a lot of tacos at Taco Bell for not a lot of money. College kids, as you know, guys, when you were here, they would absolutely they, they would go get a food from from a, from a fast food joint. I won't mention any names because I don't want to get our sponsors annoyed. Yeah. Uh, in the middle of the day, they would have gourmet food here. They're showing up with some type of fried chicken and good to go. Yep, yep. And I'll tell you, as long as they made their weight on Friday, 
the, I'll tell you, at six o'clock in the morning, the busiest area in the building is the sauna on weigh-in day on Friday. You got to sweat all the moisture out, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, especially in the wintertime when you don't sweat as much. Would Coughlin find you guys if oh, you didn't make weight on Friday? Four, 450 bucks a pound. No way, really? Yeah, and that's in the CBA. It's actually in there. You can't just randomly make it up. It's in there. Really? In the CBA, it tells you the maximum amount you can get fined for not making weight. What, per pound. <laughs> think about it. I had no idea. That's so really, if you're going to have a really box of chicken funny. like you insinuated. That, that, I'm not insinuating. I'm stating they had a box of it's chicken. It's factual. <laughs> that that box of chicken and could biscuit. cost you a thousand bucks. Better be damn good for a thousand dollars of chicken. It's worth it. It's uh, <laughs> oh, not worth <laughs> no, it. That's not worth it. Maybe for uh, them it is. A couple of the guys that, that kind of jumped out to me that I thought did a little bit. Uh, Nasir Adderley, the safety out of Delaware. Uh, okay, yeah, a lot he, of talk about him. Some people thought he might be able to play corner. I don't see that. I think he's a safety, and I think he can play that position fairly How big well. is he? Rather me look on this thing. Uh, he's six, where is he? He's six foot, 200 pounds. Okay. And he played corner in college. All so right. he's a guy that would be That's, a uh, single high free safety, which are yeah. real, as you well know. Those are things that are very, very hard to find now in the National Football League. Good uh, ones, good ones yeah. at least. Two smaller wide receivers. Giants are still I like. trying to find one of them. Andy Isabella out of UMass, 5'10", yeah. 195. really athletic, really quick. Dropped too many passes though, had two or three drops, which I don't like. But he is Patriots wide receiver, written all over him. Yeah. Um, Penny Hart out of Georgia State, just five eight, one hundred eighty pounds. No one could cover him. Wow. Just too quick out of the break. Just all over the field. Which is okay. Because a 5'8 guy yeah. nowadays, it doesn't scare people away. Yeah. Debo Samuel, the wide receiver out of South Carolina, had a real nice battle. I heard a lot about him. For a, a lot of the well, he has practices some... against Rock Yassin. I saw that. It was a great name. Rock Cornerback out of Temple. So those two guys I thought were the best in their position groups, and they kind of went at it all day. So I was impressed with those two guys. So I the, thought they played uh, well. The, the Debo, is his name Debo, right? Yeah. Um, he actually had some really good numbers in college. He did. And, um, he was getting separation, made some nice catches. Interesting. Yeah, I think that um, if you can find yourself a good free safety in this in this draft, you can go get them because there ain't very many of them. No, and they're hard to find. Mm -hmm. uh, they're really hard to find. I think he could be a late round one, early round two pick, so you could put your radar up for him. He's not going to go sixth overall with the Giants pick, but um, I think he is a chance. Terrell Henry at New Mexico State, the linebacker. He was the one linebacker that jumped out at me. He had a play on day one where they were doing coverage drills against running backs, he literally put, I think it was Bruce Anderson, into the ground. I saw that. On, a, on pass defense, yeah. and the guy just didn't run around. And then in the run defense, he came up and he blew up this poor guy. Right. And the whole, you, you know it's bad when all the scouts go, whoa, and you hear like the whoa yeah, 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 yeah. in yeah. the stands, and you got one of those on one of those try how plays. So. Are there fans allowed in, into practices? Yes. Yeah, they are. Going, okay. Yeah, and there's plenty of room too. Okay. And they sit right with the with the coaches in front office in the stands. It's like, it's one of the few things in the NFL Pretty cool. where it's like, you go wherever be, you want. Yeah. Like I can go up and sit next to... John Elway, who's sitting in the stand watching practice if I want. I mean, that's cool. do whatever I want. It's, it, it, it's, it's, it hasn't been like, it hasn't gotten the NFL like lockdown on it, probably because it's not an NFL event. It's a, it's a it's run by the Senior Bowl. Sure. So it, it kind of hasn't gone that way quite yet. Do they, um, do, do they have any type of private practices when they're running plays or anything? Like, or everything is all, everything is all joint? All the, well, no. Well, the practices aren't, they have two, set, they have two consecutive practices. So the South practices against the South first. Okay. And then vice versa. And then the North practices against the North. So you have two separate two-hour sessions. Gotcha. 
Okay. So they do not practice against each other per se, like you would do in like a joint practice in training camp. They do not. Other than the game. Other than the game, that is. I wonder it. why they they wouldn't do that. That would be to me would be would be really good. It's mm, a good question. I don't have the answer to that because you know when you think about it, there's a lot of guys here to try to get all the playing time in. Um, interesting. Okay. One other guy I want to bring up is if Dan Salmon. I'm sure is listening at home. Who did a good job writing at the Senior Bowl too? He was he, he did a real real good job. Um, Ohio State wide receiver Terry McLaurin, who we have we stopped by the weigh-ins for like five minutes on Tuesday morning when we got there. Just to weigh in, see what you were going to weigh. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> that thing is so awkward. <laughs> it's the most <laughs> awkward thing in the world. Well, they got to get used to because every single thing they do from here on out, they're going to get weighed. It's like a meat market, though. It's yeah. just it's just weird. But one of the guys I saw walk up was Terry McLaurin. And they had like his picture up on on the screen and then he walks up, you know, no shirt, walks up. And I and I just go to Salmon and I go, "Man, that dude is ripped. What is he a linebacker?" And he goes, "Though that guy's a wide receiver." And I just go, <laughs> "Say what now?" Yeah. And then he shows up at practice. He's killing everybody. No one can cover this dude. Quick, fast. He pulled away from defenders on deep routes. Plus, he was a special team star at Ohio State, too. He yeah. was a gunner. Yeah. Yeah. So, he helped himself a lot this week, Terry McLaurin. I thought he was great. Because we always talk about it. If, if you're that fourth, fifth receiver, maybe sixth receiver sometimes, that's what you got to do. You got to be that special teams player. And that's a good, you know. So maybe he moved up a couple couple spots in the draft. Who knows? 201-939-4513. All right, let's get to it. It's all brought to you by Coors Light. Download the Coors Light Rewards app to an amazing Giants prizes. Unless you have another question for me about the Senior Bowl, or are you good? No, I'm just uh, glad you're back, and that I'm, was fun. I'm I mean, I, it's actually it's it sounds to me like it's a long process, you know, with everything, and but these guys have to do it. I mean, it's, it's their first look at these these just scouting these guys personally. Yeah, and if you go to Giants.com, you sift through all the stuff we have on there. I have practice reports from each day. Dan Salmo the stories on the different position groups. So there's a lot of stuff on the Senior Bowl on Giants.com. It's great content. Make sure you check it. And I guess the next thing coming will be combat. Combine and then individual workouts at pro after days, that, right? Yeah. Pro days, gotcha. And okay. then draft season has begun, Jeff. Let's oh, do this. Well, two O's coming out soon. Dre in Atlanta has been on since the start of the show, and then Jan right. in Florida will be next. Dre, what's up, pal? What's going on, John? Hey, Fix, how's it going? How Good. are you? Good. All right, want to touch on something real quick. It seems like you know when you look at the uh, prognosticators and reference to what the Giants should do, it seems like the consensus is that Winston John has to have a running quarterback. And I am from the rule of thumb that we, the last running quarterback we had was Jeff Hostel. And I watched that game. And I watched the game with Phil Simmons. I go back to 8-2 as a Giant fan. But the thing is, I don't I, I don't like running quarterbacks. I love having a mobile quarterback, mobile within the pocket. But with a running quarterback, you know, the the, the likelihood of him completing the season is probably 5-1. Five, five to one. Dre, I have a question for you. Who, who Who's saying the Giants should have a quote-unquote running quarterback? Josina Anderson. Well, I wouldn't. Okay, that that that's great. I'm clear, right? <laughs> I, I, I'm, but I've been trying to differentiate whether it's between a complete hatred towards Eli, or because every time she's on, she's pleading the case about getting a running quarterback. Well, and quarterback here's the pick. thing. Like for example, Russell Wilson's a mobile quarterback. I wouldn't consider him a running quarterback by any no, means. No, he, he's not Lamar Jackson. Right. No, he's not Lamar Jackson. Right. He's not RG three his rookie year. I mean, it, it, he's I not even find, Deshaun Watson. I want to find a good quarterback. If that quarterback's a, a traditional yeah. pocket passer, great. If that guy's more like Russell Wilson, where he can move around a little bit, great. But I want somebody that when the chips are down 
and you need to win a game, you can complete passes from the pocket. That's what you need if you want to win in the NFL. If they're mobile on top of that, great. I'm all for it. But they need to be able to complete passes in the pocket. That should be the... And by the way, I know this is what Pat Shermer and Dave Gettleman think too. That is the number one thing. If you can't complete passes in the pocket, you're not going to get drafted by this team. Period. I agree. Now, not, I'm not saying that I'm not... I'm, I don't want my quarterback to run out on naked boots. But well, that's fine. I, of course, I, that's fine. Well, right. Well, first of all, I have nothing against Kyler Murray. I've I watched Oklahoma play. I just I feel once my quarterback leaves that leaves the box, he is a runner, and Kyler Murray doesn't have enough weight on him to be able to sustain a hit from a linebacker or from safety coming down to the box. Yeah. So, you know, I, I just yeah, he's good, but. You know, I'm a firm believer you can't hit, you can't catch, but I need that out of my skill positions, not out of my quarterback. I, if you're um, a Giants fan, I don't think you need to worry about Kyler Wilson. I really or don't. Murray, Kyler, him too, or Murray, Kyler Murray. <laughs> Kyler Murray. I don't think you need to worry about. You, him. you combine Kyler Murray and Russell Wilson into one go. player. That's yeah. okay. That'd be kind of cool. <laughs> but I, know, this, I watched, like John said, he, watched, he's not. He doesn't fit the mold of a Giants quarterback, and I just don't think that they would ever take someone like that. That's me. I agree, and that was that was the point I was trying to make. Um, I like I like uh, Haskins, but you know I, I don't like the fact that if unless we actually all in on him, I like to have at least one or two, or even three quarterbacks that have the skill set that we're looking for, so we can sit down and really w- properly weigh the pros and cons of you know on each each uh, quarterback skill set and their ceiling. But when you have one that that you may not be 100 percent sure of, you know it, it kind of it kind of forces you to look at the other positions of you know uh, which which position has the best player on you know on the board, um, but it, that's just my thing. I just my quarterback, my next quarterback. I need someone who's going to galvanize the team. You know, when they in that huddle, they can look at him and know that he's going to do everything he can to um, to put the ball where it needs to be and move us up and down that field so we can actually score. Um, but before I go, I want to wish. Uh, Bags congratulations! Oh on the yeah, great call. hmm Yeah, absolutely, Dre. We're with you, and, and and thanks for the call. Thank thank you for reminding yeah. me about that. Uh, Reunited. Great news that Reunited. he's back with Andy Reid, where it all started. Yep, yep. And um, and look, he hasn't had the best track record the last few stops, but uh, look, I love Spags. He's an awesome guy, a smart guy. Got some and, personnel and, there, and, and hopefully he can. Work with those pass rushers he's got over there. Got some personnel. As long as well, we go see if they bring D Ford back. He's free Who agent. knows? Can they? They can franchise him. They could. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the Chiefs. I don't. I don't know what the Chiefs cap situation is. Yeah. I'd have to look. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, good for Spags. Yep. Yeah, it was just a matter of time. You know that happens. Um, and I think that he'll. I think that he'll he'll do fine there. I mean, the relationship between him and and Andy Reid obviously have, has been great. Um, that's just those coaching trees. They go deep, man. And you know what? They're all, a brotherhood. Hey, in, in any business, Jeff, and, and you know, they're you, a brotherhood. And you work in real estate now. It's all about relationships. It is. Man. It's what it is. All about relationships. Yep. And a lot of times, it's not what you know. It's who you know. That's what and, it is. Ninety percent um, of the time. And really, when you look at these coaches, they've got each other's backs. They really do. Um, you have to. No one else will. And it's funny how it's not funny. It's just it's it's so realistic how now new coaching trees start. You know, so they, they, you know, you peck these, these coaches off of these staffs and then they start 
getting other coaches that nobody knows about and then they become successful and then now there's yeah. a new coaching tree that has started Sean McVay. No, really this to me the the McVay coaching tree comes from the Shanahan coaching tree, doesn't it? Because he was with Kyle who goes obviously to his but dad. But he was with Kyle. But I'm saying like like McVay's assistants now who, you know what I'm saying, he picked them from where? Yeah, no, I hear you. And now they're going now the offensive coordinator is going to mm. maybe get it so it's like it starts it's just but yeah, there is a there is a mothership somewhere. Yeah, exactly. That's what, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I mean? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's like, and those motherships, they they all they go back to the Parcells of the worlds and the Bill Walshes of the worlds and, and the Holmgrens of the worlds mm -hmm. and things like that. Because you look at that Holmgren staff back during the day when John Gruden was there. Um, Hell, you can go back to Air Coriel for some of these guys, like the Ernie Zampezis and North Turners and stuff like yes. that. Yeah, forget it. Yes, absolutely. So it's it's you know yeah they go deep. The mothership of all motherships would be who? I got to say it's... Lombardi or Landry, right? Absolutely. Take you, your pick. You got to go back there, and then it just, it's just a spider web. 201-939-4513. Uh, let's go to Jan in Florida. Jan, how are you? Hi, Jan. Oh, I'm doing good. How are y'all guys? We're great, good. Jan. What's up? Good, good. I have a couple questions. Is uh, <laughs> Eli Manning going to be back next year? And... uh Haskins, is he pretty good quarterback for the Giants, you think? All right, well, the first question, Jan, we don't know the answer to, and right now yes. I don't know if anybody knows the answer to. Maybe Dave Gettleman and, and Pat Shermer know, and they just haven't announced it, but we'll wait and see. Mm -hmm. He's under contract, though, so I think it's safe to assume that Eli Manning will be That's back. That's all we know. Yeah. Exactly. So I, I think under that assumption, yes. But again, that, and I was going to make this follow-up to uh, Dre's call, that doesn't mean that the Giants won't be in the market for a quarterback. They were open to drafting a quarterback last year. They just happened to like Saquon Barkley better. They'll be open to drafting a quarterback this year if they find that when they select, the quarterback is the best option on the board. And I think the only quarterback in this class that could be in the mix at number six is Haskins. I do not have a feel for what the team thinks of him. I have not watched him yet. I know he's a pocket passer. He's accurate. He's got a big arm, and he won a hell of a lot of games and had a couple of really late-game yep. comebacks with Ohio State. So I'm optimistic before looking at him, and I think Jeff and I are on the same page like we were last year. If you get the six, Haskins is there, there you and go. you believe he's a franchise quarterback, there you go. make the pick. But I also believe even if he's there and he's on your board and you go by the best possible player. I think we lost Jan there. Then Thanks, you, Jan. Then you're going to take him. And you know what? You're and if gonna, he's not, you're not. And exactly. Right. And, and that's why there's so much credence put in the, the evaluation system. Now, if you guys remember, Dave Gettleman came in the building last year and changed up the whole evaluation process and grading system from what, what, what it was in the past. So, and he brought in Mark Hans and he, uh, he promoted Chris Pettit. Let go of Mark Ross. There were a lot of changes. The whole scouting staff was Correct. reorganized with regions and who reported to who. That's right. The whole thing got changed. It did. And also the philosophy changed in a sense. So, sure you know, did. the Giants had always been a team that, that best you take the best player. I think that's still the philosophy. But whether that changes or not on draft date, who knows? But the fact is that you do your due diligence, you, you have your numbers, you have your guys ranked. And they slowly get crossed off. And then by that time, you know, maybe Haskins is down here and you may want to take him, even though he's not the, the best player on the board at that position, but you believe in him, then maybe you get him. Yeah, and to me, Jeff, I think this team is is even more of a best player available philosophy than Correct. it was before. I agree. 
Uh, Gettleman has been very, very clear about not picking based on need. And I think in the past, we've seen, it, you know, they always said best player available, yet they somehow always managed to draft somebody that played the position uh, that left they guard, somebody Left guard that. last year in the second round. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Wink, wink. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's fine. But he was know, the best player too, right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I, it's, it is kind of funny how that happens. But, you know, I really believe that if, if, if the Giants feel like they, that he's their guy, now, we've also heard the fact that the Giants may not get him at six. They may have to trade up to get him if they really want him. Yeah, a team might try to train up uh, Because somebody's going to jump ahead of the Giants and take him. Right. All right, I want to get back to Jan here. Jan, did you have a second question for us? Yeah, I do. I just want to give a shout-out to uh, Barkley, OB, Rosa, all of them at the Pro Bowl. I'm about Michael an Thomas. Hour away. Michael Thomas, too. We made it for the special teams. Yeah, Michael Thomas, yep. I'm about an hour away from there. I live in Norman, so I'm going to go see him this weekend. Very good. Well, awesome, have fun. Man. Have fun, man. Enjoy the uh, warm yeah, weather. Yeah, I'll take care and, <laughs> and have a good day and go Giants. Thank you. Right, you Thanks too, for Jan. calling in. Let me say hi to our myriad of production folks that are down there covering the Pro Bowl, doing a great job. That's why it's so quiet around here. Well, yeah, it was really quiet yesterday when you had the half our group at the Senior Bowl, the other half was at the Pro Bowl. The Pro Bowl. And. and Cohen's basically taking naps in the studio downstairs. There's no one else is here. Two zero one nine three nine four five one three. Let's go to Dan in the Poconos. He's up next. Hey Dan, I imagine it's probably pretty chilly up there in the Poconos mm. right now. Yeah, I was thinking about what you said to, to that last fella. To enjoy the weather. I'm yeah. like, man, I wish you could send some of that up here. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. What's up? But anyway, I just wanted to. Um, I'm, I'm going to make a comment about uh, Eli Manning. And um, and two guests that you had on recently, but before I do that, I yeah. just want to make one thing. I think the uh, segment that you guys do, you and Jeff, on Fridays at the end of the show, I think <laughs> you should extend it a little bit more. All right, because I love seeing how competitive <laughs> Jeff gets. You guys are panic. It's so hard yeah. though. We haven't done it in a while. Maybe well, we'll do it today. We're gonna do it now. I'm gonna find some names oh, right. for you, baby. All right, here we go. This is a this is the spur of the moment game. Do you want to put the there lead you know, in? He, he, while we're waiting. He has to stay over 500, man. He's got to stay. <laughs> Which, I don't know. I, I was trying to thinking of this. Like, is that a good number? I, I don't know. No, like, not really. What, of course you're going to say no, not really. <laughs> Dan, what do you think? No, no. You don't no, think 50? Considering the, amount of, considering the amount of games and the amount of teammates <laughs> you've had over the decades, Jeff, yeah. I, I, I think that's a pretty good number. Okay, 500. thank you. Thank you. Oh, please. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Wow. <laughs> you're welcome. Now, listen. About Eli. I'll play this game with you like until okay. 25 years from now. Oh, I can't remember what happened for lunch yesterday. I'm going to be terrible at it <laughs> <No>. too. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Okay. Now, I'm uh, not that I'm a, uh, any kind of expert, but I'm in I'm in my late 50s. I've been a giant a season ticket holder for for many many years. I've been a Giants fan since I could crawl and a football fanatic. Yeah. And I really don't need anyone because I got great seats. I don't need anyone to tell me as far as because I I just have that confidence in what I know as far as if a quarterback is shot or not. Now, we all agreed, I'm going to do this quickly, we all agreed they wanted to hang Eli in the first eight when they were doing crap, and then when they were doing better in the second eight, he wasn't even getting, oh, it wasn't all because of Eli. But anyway, it's been proven, and he proved it again. If you give him a decent, you give him the tools around him, right, he can get the job done. He can still make the throws. He's got the accuracy. He's got the arm strength, period, the end, Okay. Now that that's that's it. I've seen him make plays in that second the second half last year. Just beautiful plays, uh, and you guys have commented on it. Oh, great throws! And I know they're gonna, yeah. 
I, I know they're going to address the, uh, the you know, because he's not going to play forever, but he sure as hell is going to be your starting quarterback next year. And number two, I couldn't. Now, the two comparisons. First, I hear Sam Monson, right? He comes on, and, man, he gave Eli a bad grading. And I'm like, you know, because I'm listening to Sam. He's got all his stats, you know. If it was raining, if it was sunny, no matter what, he's got all these different, <laughs> you know, right? He's like, if it was a Sunday and he wasn't wearing the – the right cleats, and he's just got everything down. But then I heard my man Carl Banks saying the same exact thing, saying that if you put the tools around, and I, I'll, Carl Banks tells me something, to me that's like, you know, the Bible. He knows what the heck he's talking about. So, you know, it's just going to be frustrating over the next, up until, you know, training camp, listening to all the Eli haters calling up saying, oh, he's too old, blah, blah, blah. I just, you know... And, and, and that's just that, and I just want to tell you guys that— Dan, real quick, I, I'll just say one thing to you. I think one fair point the detractors make, that this is something the Giants have to figure out, where Jeff and I agree, if you put the right pieces around Eli, you can win with him. We've already seen it. With the roster the way it is, though, and the amount of building they still need to do, will you be able to get those pieces around him in time before he has to hang it up? Yeah. And that's the question that I think— is more important even than what you think of the quarterback. Does his timing line up yeah. with the rest of the roster? And I think that's what makes it tough. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's running out of time, that's for sure. But, I, you know, like so many people have said about Eli, it's like having a, another offensive coordinator out there. You know, they forget about sure. all the experience and all the things that he brings to the table for us, you know. And he's going to be missed when he's gone. Let me tell you, I hope we don't go through one of those – you know, long stretches of trying to yeah. find the right guy, you know, but well, you got to understand, you have to understand and, and you really hit the nail on the head as far as him being an offensive coordinator on the field when he's gone. Okay. You're going to get, you're going to get the, you're going to get the doozer games. You're going to get the, yeah. what, what is he doing? Why doesn't he call timeout? Why yeah. you're going to get all that. <laughs> and Eli always, and fans don't realize is how often Eli will get them into the right play when the right play didn't happen to get called, which That's happens right. with all offenses. And he is just so good at understanding what the right play is in a certain situation. And he does it with such easy effectiveness that nobody knows about it. Correct. That's the thing. So, yeah. Um, yep. so yeah, yep. you know, you, exactly. you, you, it's a great point you make and I, I will, you have to caution all the giants fans going forward that when he, when Eli is gone, that you're going to have to go through some of those, those headaches and those growing pains. Yeah. It's going to happen unless it's a, unless it's a, a veteran, like a Nick Foles or a Flacco or somebody that comes right. in here and replaces them. But if it's going to be a young guy, you're going to get those days where you're going to say, mama told you that yep. it's going to be those days. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Thanks so much, guys. Okay, Always have a good weekend. Stay warm. Take you. Okay. Appreciate it. 201-939-4513. It's all brought to you by Coors Light. Download the Coors Light Rewards app to an amazing Giants prizes. The Poconos. Scott, New Mexico, where I'm sure it's a lot warmer. What's up, yeah. Scott? Scott's a yes, Friday I, caller. Yes, I am a lot warmer. So, yes, you are. Uh, also, John, I suggest you start uh, drinking a lot of chicken soup if you want to get rid of that cold. I, well, I, they have it in the cafeteria today. I, I already had a chicken uh, chicken I soup. Want, I already had a bowl of turkey rice before we there started. There you go. So there we go. There you go. Uh, 
There's a pet peeve I have. Uh, whenever they do these bowl games, especially evaluating quarterbacks, I wanted to read uh, the original scouting report on one quarterback uh, just briefly. Uh, said he had slow foot speed, frame too small, average arm strength, could not throw a tight spiral, <laughs> couldn't improvise if a play broke down. And in the combine, he ran a 5'8", 40, uh, and also had a 24.5-inch vertical Brady. leap. That's I was Tom wondering Brady. if you know who that player was. Of course. Tom well, Brady, of course. Yeah. Yes. So when you look at players at the Senior Bowl uh, and you're looking at quarterbacks, and it's obviously in short snippets, is there a way in the back of your mind, uh, especially, John, you're seeing them uh, up close and personal, uh, can you do a fair evaluation or do you really have to wait until they're either in a, uh, in a game situation or you know a pro game situation or they have to get really sort of glowing reports uh, you know, from the um, interviews they have, et cetera, well, I et mean, Scott, look, you, got, you can only judge on what you see. I can't wait to see how he does when he gets into the pros because I have to make that decision before he gets picked. So uh, you, ha- you have to go off what you see. The most important thing is what he did on the field in college, and you judge that, and then everything else is kind of tertiary to, to, to what they did on the field in game. So you do the best you can. Not every evaluation is going to be right. The best people different. in the world get this wrong. People have different opinions about different players. It's not a science. It's an art. There's no right. way to be 100%. And if anybody tells you that they get everything right, they're lying to you. Yeah. And another thing, okay. too, is that they do this hand hand test. Like, okay, you're, you, know, you measure nine inches across. If the guy can throw the football and he doesn't have fumbles in college, right. does it really matter? It doesn't nope, matter. Not really. They're just intangibles to people that just got to go by because they can say, oh, well, you know, he's only five five foot ten and a half when people have him at six two. That makes a difference, I think. But right. I don't think hand size makes that all of a big difference. If you throw I, the I don't, right, And I'm also, uh, John, when you look at players, when you're doing evaluations and looking at them uh, at the Senior Bowl, do you, in the back of your mind, sort of say this is a player like Montez Sweat, just for example, who's uh, uh, highly rated? Uh, do you do you envision him as a giant, or do you look at him as just how he is as a pro? In other words, how he's going to be as a pro, or fitting into a system? And the reason I ask the question. Uh, with uh, Betcher's defense, they didn't blitz a lot. Uh, in this, I think they ranked 22nd or 23rd in, in that category. And uh, James Betcher in Arizona obviously had teams that blitzed about between 33 and 45 percent. Yep. The Giants uh, were like mm-hmm. around 26 percent last That's year. Correct. Yeah. And I was wondering if you, in the back of your mind, say, hey, Montez Sweat would help the Giants' defense if we drafted somebody like that. Yeah, look, Scott, absolutely. I, I think you look at it Couldn't both hurt. ways. First, you figure out, all right, is this guy a good player? Because if he fits your scheme but he's not good, who cares? So the first right. thing you worry about is if the guy can play. Once you see if he can play, then you look at his height, his weight, that sort of stuff to see how he would fit in with the Giants. And, and Scott, thanks for the call. We appreciate it. Okay, and, appreciate it. Thanks. Thank you. And, and then you go from there. We lost Scott there, Matt. There we go. Thank you. Um, and then you figure it out. But the guy has to be a good player before you worry about, you know, whether or not he's gonna, you know, fit in the system. Yeah, and, you, and exactly. I mean, you want him to. You want if you can hit on both, that's great. He's a great player, and he's gonna fit, you know, three, four, four, three, whatever you're running. Or, you know, if he's an offensive player, football's football. If a guy's a really good player, you should be able to figure out a way to use him. Yeah. Exactly. And again, I'm not saying you reach for a guy that's not going to fit, but you should be able to figure it out. Len in Columbia, Maryland's up next. Hey, Len. Hi, Len. Hey, how you doing, guys? Good. What's up? Hey, if I may take uh, 10 seconds, big shout-out, Mariano Rivera, Mike Mussina. 
going into the Hall of Fame. And Rivera, how about nobody voting no? That is tremendous. And by the way, that should have happened a long time ago. There are a lot of other players that also deserve to be unanimous that weren't, but I'm happy that Rivera got it. Well, in the case of both of them, to say well-deserved is an understatement. (laughs) Two two, two really great uh, uh, guys and pitchers. Hey, a couple of shout-outs. You, um, other shout-outs. You, you talked about SPACs already. Uh, nice news. Perry Fuel found work. Uh, and Tim Walton, mm. who uh, seemed to have a communication breakdown with Eli Apple about uh, four times every week, uh, the defense, old, older defensive backfield coach, found work down in Jacksonville. Coughlin hired him on that staff. Or maybe it was Maroon who hired him. But anyway, he found work, and that's good. They were two good coaches, I think. Um, January 25th, 1987, a great day in Giants history. Do you guys remember it or know what I'm talking about? I, is this Super Bowl 46? No, this is well, Super Bowl 21. Okay. All right, 19, January 25th, today. I guess it's the 32nd, 31st anniversary of that day. The second half, I was in the Rose Bowl that day with my wife, and uh, uh, I tell you, if there was a better moment in Giants history... <laughs> Particularly during that second half when we were rolling it up. Geez, just just a great day. Great day. Um, hey, John, a question. I, I had that guy, Mac, from Texas A&M. I don't think he's a three-down lineman. but No, he isn't. Um, Two-down lineman. I, I, like I, I, I like what I saw out of Mac. And I'm, I'm thinking, you know, we get out to the fourth round. He's, he's kind of a guy I want to look at. I think that's fair. I think he's a guy that can help you in rundowns, no question. Yeah, and another guy I wanted to ask you about, I don't think he was there. Or I couldn't tell. I should, actually should have looked it up, John. That's okay. That's um, why I'm here. The uh, tackle, uh, well, back back to Clemson, and, uh, you know, the guy who didn't play in the championship game, uh, they had to sit him for uh, a couple of games. Christian Lawrence, Wilkins or who Lawrence? He was a terrific football player, Lawrence. but the backup guy, a guy named Huggins, um, he had a nice game that night against Alabama. Uh, you know, you get out about the fourth or fifth round. Yeah, he was uh, not there. That guy, that guy could be a stud interior defensive lineman yeah, for the, the only, Giants. The only Clemson player that was there was wide receiver Hunter Renfro. No one else okay. was there from Clemson, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure even Huggins played at either of the other bowl games, but, uh, I mean, he stepped right in and played a heck of a game. And, uh, you know, Lawrence is a really good player. Hey, on Jenkins, the center, John, the, yes. kid, the kid from Mississippi mm-hmm. State that you cited. Yeah. Um, where where does he where does he fit in in terms of uh, draft position? Do you think he's there at thirty seven, John? Yes. In the second round, I do. You do. You Absolutely. think he'd go past past thirty seven? Huh. I don't think he's going to get to round four, but I don't. I think he'll be there at thirty seven. I'm not even. I don't think he's a. I don't see a lot of like last year, Land. We had so many of those interior linemen. That got right. picked between twenty and thirty-five. I don't see. Right. A, I don't see a group like that this year. I really don't. Uh huh. Okay. Well, listen. Thanks for the updates, by the way, from uh, you know from Mobile. And um, you're welcome. Let's let's go Giants. Have a good weekend, guys. You too, Len. Thanks you for calling in. Appreciate it. Boy, I'm getting sick. This is not good. Can I get this frog out of my throat? Uh, now I got to deal with him. I got a bad feeling about this. <laughs> Hallelujah. Losing his mind. Mr. Elmer. He wasn't right in the hat. Enough jokes. I am happy. You're a madman. Now, Charlie, I, 
I'm I, nervous. I know you're the king of like healing muscle pulls and like sprained knees. Do you have anything for a cold that's not going to get me arrested if I get pulled over? <laughs> yeah, you got it. CBD. A lot of garlic. A lot of garlic. You'll get rid of it. Garlic, really? Ugh. Yeah. I'm like, not worried about vampires, Charlie. I'm sick. <laughs> Chicken soup with a lot of garlic in it. Believe me, you'll see that you'll get over it right away. Also, echinacea and Rest. elderberry. Um, elderberry cough syrup is really good. Okay. Those two things. Hey, hey, John, making thank some you so much. Syrup, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for the information about the Senior Bowl. I will be there next year, so I can hang oh, out with you, God. and I can find Gettleman and Shermer and sit right in between them. And this just in, John Schmelk has backed out of the Senior Bowl <laughs> 2020. <laughs> There's no security, right? Why did you, you tell you him that? You could go up and sit. You could go up and sit next to anybody, right? Oh, God. You can. I, uh, I definitely got to go next year. I definitely, We can hang out. Well, you can sit next to Hal great. Hunter. All, you know, all. But by the way, all of a sudden, Jeff, Mike Murphy's going to be there next year now. That's <laughs> <Yes>, right. <laughs> oh, yeah, by, the way, by, by the way, Mike Murphy's our head of security, so he'll, he'll take care of everything. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> no problem finding you another seat somewhere else in the stadium. Exactly. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> or outside no, the stadium. No, that would be great. Yeah, you should hey, sit no. next to Hal Hunter. That might be better for you. He won't even be there next year. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Charlie. That's You're so nice. You're such hey, a nice who was, guy. Who was the guy from, uh, I think it was the old line coach from the Colts who is gone. We should be bringing him in. I think he did a oh, pretty Goog. good job of that. Yeah, Goog. Goog. Yeah, Goog, Goog yeah. Romero. Whatever. By the way, you know he was the assistant offensive line coach in 2007, right, Charlie? Yeah, I did. That's why we should bring him back. How about that? Hey, I got a, I got something for you. What you guys should do for the next couple of shows, now that we got the senior bowl over with, uh-huh. and now we're heading into free agency, oh why don't you do a show on just our free agencies, free agents first? Who are we going to keep? Who do you think we should keep? Who do you think the Giants are going to keep? Right. Free agents, unrestricted free agents. Uh, what's the other one? There's Exclu- another exclusive rights would be another yeah, type exclusive of free agents, rights, right. free agents. Go through that whole list because there's about okay. sixteen or twenty of them. That's there, not a right? bad idea. That's not a bad idea, Charlie. And so that's where we should start. And then after we do that, then do free agency, the positions that we really need, like free free safety, pass rusher, right tackle, center for Len, and a right guard. You know, and go through the different free agents that are available and see who the Giants might pick and who you would pick if they get through, you know, if the, their team doesn't tag them or whatever. And then after that, then we can start talking about the draft. Then we can have an idea of what we've done in our free agents, what we've done our for free agents that are outside, and then we can figure out who we're going to, you know, draft. Great. How's, how's that sound? Thank yeah. you. It sounds great, but, you know, you're, you're talking to the guy that does the shows together, so... I doubt he's going to listen to you. Charlie, I didn't realize when when you became the executive producer. I, 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 I'm not sure when that happened exactly, but I'm going to have to file a complaint with the union. Thank it's a you. Good try, though. There is some substance to it. I like I like a, I like some of it. They actually weren't bad ideas, which yeah. is a miracle. Though, well, though I got to imagine if Charlie did produce the free agency show, it'd just be 60 minutes on Will Beatty anyway, and then we wouldn't be able to talk about anybody else. Hey, actually, you could have me come down and do the show with you, and I could go through my free agency. Charlie, yeah. thanks for the call, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye. We'll talk to you later. <laughs>
That is where we end the call when he decides to come. It's time hey. for everyone's favorite game. I like this. Did he play with Jeff Fegels? I don't have a great Ready memory. Ready for this, Matt? 22 NFL seasons. Wow. Hundreds of players. Fegels with the Eagles. Let's see who Jeff remembers. You can make a mockery of my memory. Here's you your can. host. That was just so. John Schmelk. You finished 2018 at 18 and 17. Over Woo! 500. And here we go, baby. And it's we, a new year. We open up the 2019 season, and we are starting from scratch. I am undefeated. Jeff Fegels, did you play with Justin Davis? Did you play with Justin Davis? I play with an Antone Davis. I think you play with more than one Davis. No. No, because I, I don't remember a Justin. I, I, there's a lot of Davises, but I just don't remember the first name Justin because I'm right. You Thank are correct, sir. Thank you. You did not play with a Justin Davis, who was a backup running back on the 2018 St. Louis Rams. <laughs> See, that's, the, that's the one part that absolutely cracks me up is that the guy is a current player. <laughs> did you play with Adam Butler? Did you play with... Adam Butler. James Butler. Hey, well, who played a great Super Bowl, by the way. Kevin Butler was a kicker that I played with. Also with the Bears at one point, Kevin Butler, right? If I remember. Yes. And uh, what was the first name? <laughs> Adam Butler. No. No. Adam Adam didn't make the roster with me one day. Unfortunately. You are correct. <laughs> See, he did there not we go. play with Adam Butler. Two for two. And he is a member of the AFC champion New England Patriots. Okay. Okay. Defensive tackle, big man. Finally, last one of the day. Can you go three and zero to start the year? I think I might have went three and zero once or twice in the. Did in my you career. play with Robert Drummond? Correct. Where did you play with Robert Drummond, and what position did he play? He was a running back, and he was with the Seattle Seahawks. Wow. 2019 is starting off pretty good. He did not play for the Seahawks. No, it was the, no, I'm sorry. It was the um, the Eagles. Yeah, correct. The Eagles. Excuse but me. you got the t you got the yes Running and you back, got the yes, position. Yes. So that's a yep, win. Robert Drummond. I wanted to, I wanted to pull a player that played with you and Reggie but White. But you wanted to talk about Reggie White earlier. Pull, pull up pull up his team. Did he did he I go to the was it always with the three games three three years with the Eagles that's it, that's it. yeah okay yeah uh, he was there my, my two years ninety and ninety one um were, were, I was there. Yeah, I was there 90. See what happens when, when when I have to do this quickly and I can't prepare for it. You, you go three and zero. Oh. oh, so see, there is there it is. See when he prepares for it. Now just pick him off. I have to make an excuse. You know what is right? Funny? The second one, the second <laughs> one with Justin. There wasn't too many Justins. Like Justin is kind of a name that's come come up in the last maybe fifteen years. Oh, is that true? I didn't realize that. Think about it. There wasn't too many Justins back in the day. You know. Now it's. So Adam Butler is a pretty common name. Though. I, I, th I thought I would get you with Adam Butler. Uh, but I remember I don't I remember Butler's. I remember the Butler's that I played with. Kevin being one of them was a funny dude. And then of course Butthead we called him. Both of them Butthead. The other Butler would won a Super Bowl with, so. And James Butler again played one of the best games of any player in that Super Bowl. He was wonderful. The whole season. He he had a remarkable season. It Not really the did. best athlete in the world, but he was always Smart. where he was supposed to be. Smart. Smart player. And then he followed Spags to St. Louis, if you remember. Do you know what he's him. doing these days? I'm guessing you know when you're asking I do. a rhetorical it's pretty question. Incredible. He what has, is he doing? He, <laughs> talk about fried chicken. 
he has like three or four fried fried chicken establishments in the South. Really? Fast food restaurant. Is it his owners that he like own no, like a, a franchise. franchise? Yeah, they're franchises. Yeah. Yes, he's doing well. Good for so. James Butler. Yeah. He wasn't one of the guys that ran off and had chicken at lunch either. No, he was not. He's a very skinny dude. Jimmy Butts. Well, ironically, the guys that did run off and get chicken at lunch were also skinny dudes. Yeah. They just yeah. like to eat their fried chicken at lunch. And I can tell you this. They weren't eating just chicken when they left. They were doing other things, too. Oh, God. All right. Thanks for joining us, everybody. For Jeff Fiegels, I'm John Schmelk. Now, I'm really happy I didn't mention any names no, they went with that. They went grocery shopping. They went to fill up their, their tanks with gas. Hanging they, out with Charlie in Portland, Maine. Yeah, I was just, I don't know where you're going with that one. I was just thinking that they had some errands to run. It was all brought to you by Coors Light. <laughs> Download the Coors Light Rewards app. Aptly to win amazing Giants prizes throughout the season. Hit the brakes. The <laughs> and Meadow are with you on Monday. We'll see. <laughs> See you on the side of the road. <laughs> See you later, folks. Adios. <laughs>